Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Birth Moms Live. This is part of Birth Mom Missions, a nonprofit founded by birth mothers. Um, You can check us out at birthmommissions.com or hermission.com. Also, facebook.com slash adoption support has a lot of good info. We are funded by donations, so if you like us or anything, we would love to have some support. Um, we hope you enjoy the show, and this is just an open call in line. We hope you call in. Okay, let's try a new, another intro. <laughs> let's see. Okay, I guess that one's just the intro. This is different than last time. Um, do you mind if I try again? One more time. Turn it now. See, I've got it. I can only play this. Okay. Well, I guess it's working. Um, today's call in number is one seven six zero five four two four one four nine. Okay. Um, hi, welcome to Birth Moms Live. It is the thirteenth, and that is my daughter's birthday. Like last, well, March thirteenth is her birthday, but. Well, the first year I celebrated every month. You know, I think every mom does that. You celebrate every month. Um, I don't really just celebrate it. I just, you know, notice, like, hey, it's the 13th, you know, and um, maybe do something special, but not really. Okay, well, today I actually wrote down a few things, just like three things that I want to talk about. So I think that's better than just going with nothing. And because <laughs> last time was crazy, this time... I don't know. We'll see. Um, if you see the pictures I put up, I hope they show. Um, I'm going to play something that I uploaded, and I need to see what it is. And I think you might. Oh, yes. Actually, I'm going to play this. Okay, this is Mark Schultz. Um, he is, was adopted, and I. you might have already heard this. If you're a pure adoption person, I'm sure you've heard it. Um and I'm not going to say anything else. I'm just going to play it. <laughs> Here we go. Um, well, I am, uh, let's have a seat. I, wait, that's not it. That's not Mark Schultz. Um, well, I am, uh, <laughs> let's have a seat. I was raped about three years ago, oh, and I had so a baby sorry. girl. 
And I, I love her more than anything. Uh-huh. Like, the reason I gave her up for adoption wasn't because of the rape. It was because I wanted her to have a dad. Uh-huh. And so I gave her up for adoption three years ago, and her birthday is coming up. Um, it's on my birthday, March 13th. Okay. Well, that's a little recap if you've never um, heard the show before. <laughs> that's actually pretty quick. Um, let me try this. No, but everybody knows that one is now. That's our theme song. Um, this that makes me so mad because I did upload some really good ones. Yeah, this is actually the video, but I have an intro to it with um, really great pictures, but um, just kind of imagine them <laughs> while they're playing. And um, and then it goes into Mark Schultz. She gave me away, so we wouldn't have much to say, you know. And and I said, she said, um, she goes, your birth mom was very special. I said, why is that? And she said, because um, a birth mom has three options. She can have an abortion, and you wouldn't be here right now. She could have um, given birth to you and said, you know what, I don't have a great life, and I don't have a lot of money, and I'm not in a great situation, but this is my kid, and I'm, I'm going to keep it. Whether it has a great life or not, it's still my kid, and I'm not going to let him go. But she said she did the most unselfish thing because she carried you for nine months uh, through the pain and the struggles of that and then gave birth to you and then held you and looked you in the, in the eyes and said, I love you so much that I can't keep you myself because I can't give you the best, best life. And she handed you off to a family who loved you and cared for you and gave you the best life. And I went, you are, you are so right. And uh, so I said, I think I'd like to write a song. And uh, I started to think about it. What would I say to my birth mom if I ever saw her? And uh, I thought about going to her front door, just in my mind, I was walking through, and imagine myself knocking on the door, and if she opened up the door, I think, I think I would just get tears in my eyes and just say, thank you so much, you know, because I've had a great life. imagine what a mother would have to go through to give away her son. At the end of the song, we had it all wrapped up and we felt pretty good about it. And uh, and this is a, a few weeks later, and I said, I don't. For some reason, I don't feel like it's quite done. I just don't know what what we should do. And um, Cindy started singing the first verse again, but made it have um, he gave life to me a brand new world to see, like playing baseball with my son late at night. And it hit home the circle of life how. Um, it just doesn't affect one person when there's an adoption. Uh, I sang half the song at a uh, Bethany Christian Services benefit one night, uh, just as an idea. I got halfway through it and I stopped and I said, that's really all I have right now. 
and uh, a lady came up to me afterwards and she said, you, you don't know this, but there's a lady, a girl here in the audience uh, that's pregnant and uh, she's been dead set on having an abortion. And she said she heard your song and decided tonight she's going to put it up for adoption because she can't fathom not giving this little person life. And, uh, and it started to hit me, uh, this isn't just a song, uh, this is something more special than that and I can't wait someday to um, in heaven meet people who were born because their birth parents heard this song and said I, I want to give them more life and I can't wait for my birth mom to meet those people so she can realize she didn't make a mistake and uh, I and my parents I, I want them all to be there for that and it's just it's just really special, so it goes beyond just being a song. She's so cute when you scratch your face up like that. What's going on?
and not, no, not on the birth. There's like two different types of people that hate adoption, I think. There's uh, adoption people for reasons of it breaks up the family and usually on the birth and they're on the birth mother side as you could say, know the effects that it has on a birth mother. So there's that side to it. And then there's the other side, which is um, they'd rather you abort your baby than have it like if they think no one's going to take care of it. There's not enough adopted parents out there. And um, <laughs> there definitely are enough out there. And um, so this, this was in response to those kind of comments. And I will say one of I'll be one of them or two of them that I put on the Facebook page. And, um, I mean, I used to um, get them, like, daily because I had a YouTube video up about it and um, get these, like, hate mails daily about, um, you'll see what it's about. And I went on there. Um, and I put... Um, okay, I say um a lot now that I'm really in it. Let's work on that. Ah, uh, uh, it was different than um. <laughs> no laughing. Okay. Um, God, you're going to be. It was just coming out of this little And I made this little thing that said. Um, I was and with my daughter and with her hands up and she's little and um, she's got a pink dress on and she looks like she's just saying like yay you know like um, I made it <laughs> and um, on the picture I put I was conceived through rape but my mom says God don't make no jump and um, and so I said well does that sound like too much and to the page I said. And they didn't know who I was really responding to, though. Um, most of them liked it, though. Uh, um, I tagged Judah Myers, if you see on the page. You can check out her website. She was, um, we kind of worked together a lot. She was conceived through rape. That's a whole other story, but it's a wonderful story. I can't wait to tell it. I should have told it before. She was, her mom was raped by eight men, and uh, she. Oh, well, I'm not going to ruin the story. She was really good. So this is so it's kind of like for her. She's she's alive and. Dot com is her website and her nonprofit. She just started up. Um, she's done so much. Um, like going down to Austin and, and testifying and stuff and just saying, hey, I'm a product of rape, you know. It was the sonogram bill, actually, that was um, that people are voting on, voting on, and it was about um, how great victims should be a sonogram. And I was like, why is the phone so fuzzy? Do we get better reception here? Blogs, talk radio? I'm sorry. This is actually the worst episode, maybe. But anyways, we go down to Austin and testify for the sonogram bill H HR, HB 15, I think it is, because it was a pro-life bill, but it was, that everyone in the pro-life movement was saying, okay, well, we'll, we'll leave the exception to rape and incest and let not say that they have, they need to see a sonogram. And basically it's just showing to like that the doctor should have to show the girl a sonogram before abortion. And um, so I think, so we just stood up and we're like, you know, Hey, you know, like, and I told him I was like, I'm, you know, I'm was raped, and I didn't know she was in there until I saw, I saw the sonogram, you know. So, anyways, so where was I? On that page where the picture is, we have. It's these kind of random comments that the pig is responding to. They are pretty over the top too. Okay, one of them is, as if it's not hard enough to get by in this world, 
should have an attitude, too, because you know they have an attitude when they say this one. As if it's not hard enough to get by in this world. Okay, we're so good. Um, when you have all the amenities afforded from a normal life, can you imagine being the product of a crack freak or a molester or a person who doesn't want you? There's too many arguments for having a baby just because you're religious or whatever. Do the right thing. If you can't give a child a decent shot at this life, then abort her. Abort it, it, and save it and humanity more suffering. They really think that it's better to abort than, you know, and even they say that, yeah, they say they would rather have been aborted than been adopted. One person says that. <sighs> so <laughs> that sure made me, like, question everything that first year, too. And I read all this stuff. Um, another one is, okay, I understand... I understand it's in my adoption, but God forbid, what if your child were raped and carrying that monster's baby? Do you really think that she would want to be reminded every day for nine months? I think that is up to the woman that is bearing the child to make the decision. In the case of incest, that I'm pro-life all the way, and I don't believe in death penalty either. I I mean, why are we to judge, you know, then just because we say they're innocent children, though, and that's that's the difference, but we are born with sin, you know, and um, people have um, come to Jesus in the jails, and it's not our job to pay back the, you know, it is. Okay, so that's anything. Um so that kind of picture really is good for those kind of people and for the sonogram building. It is straight to the point, which is which is, don't be selfish because you have no idea what the baby will become and how the baby will live. This is a good comment, I think, or a nice one. It's life. Those babies are life and deserve a chance to live just like someone who was born from all other dysfunctional families. A woman who is raped is reminded of the rape every day, whether or not she becomes pregnant, but the baby could live a full and wonderful life. The baby could use this a loss, but a blessing. <coughs> she says she liked my quote. Um, and my saying is always, why not save Instead of saving one, save them both. Why can't we love them both, the mom and the kid? Um, and they're just meant to be. God put them there. Okay. So. Hey, sorry. Again, I think my cheek hits the um, turn off button on my phone. I mean, if you have an iPhone, I think you know they're they're it's horrible. Or I can't turn it off. Well, we'll just hope I don't. Okay. Oh, good times. I was trying to play. Hi, I'm so sorry no one's available to answer your call at Birth Law Missions. Okay. One of those unwanted babies is our future child or children. We pray for birth moms daily while waiting to be chosen. Thank you all for what you do. Um... Mm-hmm. Some people said it's too much. It's shocking, but it's the truth. Maybe I was created by God's love, no matter how I was conceived. And I, that's what I said uh, in response to these comments, you know, that are uh, much more over the top.
know, I think it's better. I do a lot better when I don't have the computer in front of me. Because honestly, I was just going to call up, and I was just chilling on the bed, and I was looking at pictures of my daughter, my 12 pictures. Actually, I lost one of them, and I'm really upset. It's my favorite one. i got to find it. I was just going to do that, and so that's what I'm going to do. I just don't like the sound of the fuzzy noise in the background. But, um, okay, so I was just, you know, if you stare at pictures long enough, it's amazing the stuff you can see. Like, I usually zoom in really close on the pictures when I clip them, clip the pictures from the DVD. You know, I was talking about how I'll get like a million pictures off the DVD, and I could zoom in real good on those. But actually, when I scan these pictures on the computer, I can... The quality is so good, I can really zoom in. And I just love, like, getting closer to, you know, it's just amazing. Or, okay, so here's one where she's playing in the playroom on top of, she's on top of her brother. It's in their playroom. And, like, just what I love about it is, like, Everything in that, I can, I can see, like, the, the table, the chair. I can see the, the entertainment set and the desk and the the treadmill and all the different stuff, the printer right there and the craft room right there. And um, it's like, it's that's just exactly what I wanted. You know, it's like I couldn't have, um, couldn't have drawn it better if I, you know, like I knew exactly... I don't know if that makes sense, but the way that they live, the way that the room is perfectly done, just how I would have done it if I could. I could never afford that, though. And I'm so glad she is getting to do that. And that's really the whole point of adoption, huh? (laughs) I guess it's pretty simple. That's really, she really is having more fun there than she could ever have with me. And I want to be reminded of that more, and I think that'll help me. So I would really like to be sent updates more than once a year. Please. <laughs> Please. Um, yeah, it's, it's amazing if I get to see her and know that she's okay and know that she, she is having a great time. Okay, she's in like a life test. Um, you know, and uh, there's a lake on this one. They go everywhere. She's just having so much fun. I wish I could show these pictures to you. There's been there's one with her and Santa Claus, and this year she's so grown up. Oh my god! The first year she just was screaming, and I just oh, I don't know. She was a, a bumblebee for um, Halloween, and just this picture of her in the bumblebee thing. I can tell I love everything about this room, too. Um, You can tell on the back wall that the mom lets them draw on it, the whole wall. (laughs) Um, And she's she's got, like, the best coats, like, fancy stuff. She's got, got, like, a princess dress and, um, you know, shoes and all. I wonder, I mean, it's okay to spoil her. I just don't want her to be spoiled, and I don't think she will be. But um, the mom was like, you know, girls got to have her purses, you know, so she had like two already. And so she set up, and she also wanted to go to the beach, they said, and said she wanted to go to the beach, so they went, you know, <laughs> on Thanksgiving. And they go everywhere. Well, I was going to get real deep onto that stuff, but... This is not really, I'm not really deep right now. I'm so scatterbrained because of the thing signing out. Okay, next thing. Talk about the letter. And, oh, okay, so I don't think that they're actually receiving all my letters, maybe, because they're not responding to them. And I asked for a picture of, like, the mom with her, 
you know, and they're all without her. So just stuff, stuff like that I'm kind of wondering about. Am I so we can know that it actually got to them? Because I'm really thinking that the agency is taking some stuff out and just sending what they want them to know. And that is just really immoral. <laughs> and it's got to stop. Yeah, there's no way she could have read my stuff because she would she would do this. She would say love, and hers too. I know she would. She, they used to say I love you in the beginning. She won't. She doesn't say I love, love you know, Mindy. She doesn't say that. It's like blessings, Mindy, and like that just hurts my heart so bad. Like. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm like on mine, like, I love y'all so much, you know, like, I love Brooke, you know, and and they don't really, because when I first met them, they were like, you're an angel, we love you, you know, and we were so close for a little bit, and so it just hurts when all of a sudden it's like, okay, but I'm going to still write love, and I'm just going to see what happens. I mean, maybe they never... The other picture is of my locket with her in it, and that's what really helped me after this adoption. Um, About three months after the adoption, my mom got me that locket, and uh, I just felt so much better when I... It was like I had her right next to me, right next to my heart, you know, and I wore that thing, and I still do. I I, and it just helps so much. So I think that's a good idea. Um, for you know, you need to. Have, and it was just something that, like, you know, people could. It felt like she was with me everywhere I went after the adoption. You know, when I'd go see my friends or something. It felt like, you know, hey, like, you know, you know, if I don't bring her up, you know, you'll never know basically that I have and you know, had this kid. So it's like having that necklace there was like a a way to bring it up, you know, and I could I could be a mom and be proud of her and um and say like, you know, this is Anne. Like this is what I did. <laughs> and um I remember well sometime I remember the first time I went out with my friends after that and um I was talking to a guy um in the corner and uh I was like and then I go, and he was, I don't know, probably trying to hit on me or whatever, And but I was in just Anne land again, and um, I, so I told him the whole story, you know, about her, and I'm like, I was, so I was raped, and then I had this and this, and, this, and like, you ran so fast, and it was all because that necklace was there, <laughs> but I got better about it. I just, I felt like when I first would see people, I had to say it you know, automatically, or they wouldn't understand, you know, or I had felt I had to say the, the I was raped part, maybe, because I did something to think I was a slut or something. And that's just horrible that I care what they think. And either way, if it wasn't rape or not, it's just birth bombs or birth bombs. It could happen to any of us. It could happen to me, you know, the year before. It doesn't have to do with anything that's uh, promiscuous. So I hope that that didn't come across that way. Birth bombs are not promiscuous. So then there's a picture of the nightstand with, um, I think, I'm just guessing because I can't see it. It's like there's a book called uh, Never, Ever, Ever, Will I Forget You is the one that's sitting up on the nightstand. It's a horrible book, actually, but I just like the cover. And (laughs) um, by the way, my book's almost done, so that's exciting. Um, And so that that little shelf or that little side desk next to my bed is what that is. Um, And this is like the first year. Or actually, I'm going to be honest, this is the second year. This picture is from the second year. <laughs> and uh, 
I okay, it might sound weird, but um and that you know, but I just liked having all her stuff in her place and so I put, you know, her it wasn't her shrine, you know, but it was just her little spot. And I put her tag when she was born, you know, her bracelet would be there and the cross that I held when I was um pregnant and during labor and um that's that's what that one is and there's one there that my sister gave me it's like my favorite saying the mothers hold hand for a little while but their heart forever and I forget what else is there oh maybe like pictures of her for sure and then oh in the background is hanging her like a little her outfit that she wore the day I placed her for adoption that I spent um what was it, seven hours looking looking at four at um, Babies R Us with my sister the day before the birth. I mean, I still can't believe my sister let me stay that long, and she didn't. <laughs> but I had to pick out the perfect thing and had shoes and everything. And so um, when it says Mommy's Little Sweetheart on the jacket, if you can read it, it's okay. So that was my little shrine. I don't have a shrine anymore, but it did help, I think. Now I don't feel a need to have a shrine. <laughs> like, it's kind of, it's just a process, really. And I think that, you know, don't let other people look at you and say, you know, oh, that's so crazy or that's stupid, you know? Like, what's crazy is giving up your baby, actually. You know, like, that's... If people start telling you, you know, that's not normal, the way you're acting, or that's not normal to um, buy clothes, buy a... Um, something to remember your baby by or um, to have a little, this whole desk thing set up for her or to put her pictures everywhere. That's not normal. If that's what they say, you know, you just just say back, you know, it's not normal to go through nine months of pregnancy and then just um, let the bit go and then not have, you know, and and, uh, that's not normal. That's like the most unnormal thing in the world. And um, so I would say that, that, and so you just be quiet, people, and let me recover. Um, so don't let your friends or your family, because that's a, lot, a trouble for a lot of birth moms, is the family just doesn't understand. They do later, but it's too late, and you really need to understand that first year, what you're really going through and what kind of support you need. And that only... So girls, just don't let them impact your thinking of yourself. Like I know I did, and a little, a little bit, but I had to get away. I had to get away and do my own research and find out and talk to other birth moms, and yeah, talking to other birth moms and everything, and doing the mission, starting that up was my way that I was able to recover because. They, you know, it's just, it's such an awkward topic. And your family, it might be upset by you bringing it up too, you know. And they might not agree with it. There's one birth mom that I know, her dad still doesn't talk to her because he thinks she should have kept the baby. And um, and there's girls that haven't told anyone, and it's like a secret, and they're never going to tell. Um I know two girls like that, or actually three or four. I I wonder if they are told. One of you know a couple had like three or four kids already, and um, those are the women that I really respect, like because they knew what it was like, what it's like to be mom. They knew what they were getting into. They know like what you feel after the labor and after you see your baby and that connection and. And she knows that, and that she's experienced it. And uh, and then the fact that she goes ahead and she can place her fourth child, I mean, just be- it's just because of her finances. That's all it comes down to always. Um, and, and financially, she just knew that she couldn't, you know. And those are the women that it's amazing because I didn't, I didn't know what to expect. For me, I was like, okay, sure, you know, like I'm, I'll give you – and, you know, like, I'm sure she'll be cute and all when she comes out, but whatever. 
but I didn't know your whole life would change and you would become a different person when you gave birth. Um, and you became a mom, you know. So they really, I really respect them. And it's not very, um, it's like something you want to tell everyone about either. It's like, it's something that, um, you know, they could have just gone and got an abortion and they could, no one would ever know. They could have kept their, no one would ever talk or anything, but they stuck with it. Which leads me to the last thing I we're talking about on TV right now. The mom that just killed her kids and herself because she drove into the lake. She, she drove the car, sunk it in the lake, and uh, had four kids. The 10-year-old got out. And then the... You know, the baby and the two other kids didn't get out. And, I mean, can you imagine that 10-year-old? Like, what you've got? I mean, I just... But I want to talk about it because I don't understand how any mom could do that, you know? Or not every mom has that is a mom, I guess. You're either... I don't know how to explain it. I'm not even get into it. This is a horrible, horrible podcast. And I am so sorry to have wasted your time. If you are listening right now, call in. We have 10 minutes left. And tell me that or just call in and ask me a question about adoption. <laughs> or, yeah, I guess, like, it's pretty... It's supposed to be a talk show where live call in, so it's pretty good that I could keep it going for two hours just me talking. I mean, I've gotten, I don't know. I have some good stuff planned, though, for the future to share with y'all, like already recorded episodes, so I know they're good and they can't be messed up. I would really like if my adopt, if the adoptive parents are out there, well, I know they're out there, but if they are listening, listening, and I know they're probably not, but if they are, then I love y'all, and please, please, please send me more stuff. I promise, like, I won't, won't, you know, share, I won't do, I won't, like, put her picture anywhere, I won't do anything, like, I just want to see her and to have, like, a ton of updates, and, like, please, just, like, every month, it would be awesome, and, I'm not like a, I'm not going to see a stealer or, you know, come over to y'all's house or anything. I know you live close, but it doesn't, I promise, you know, I put her, I put her there for a reason, okay? Just trust me. You trust, you know, gosh, I don't understand why you can't trust me. I trusted you with my whole life, you know? I mean, I feel like, it must be the adoption agency that's not getting stuff through because I know they would send me more stuff. I like, because God told me when I was sitting next to Mindy, I mean, I looked at her. It was the first couple I ever, I ever even looked at, yeah. And I wanted to tell her right then when I looked at her face. And we talked a second that she, I wanted bigger family, but my caseworker told me to wait a few days and at least look at some more. But um, it was so awesome when I got to tell her Yes, I choose your family. That's the most amazing, like, smile ever. I just, yeah. Because I, she, now I, they were just like, oh, really? Really? Oh, gosh. And then they both started smiling. And it was so cool. And uh, same thing with the adoption day. Like, we both connect, everyone connected so much that day. I mean... Cindy and I, Mindy and I were just crying and holding Anne, both of us, and I was like, please don't feel bad about taking taking her, you know, or about me giving her, because I was crying a whole lot, um, because I'm, of course, about to leave, leave her, and um, 
but I knew, so I knew that was probably, that was making her feel really bad. And uh, she didn't want to, like, you know, take it, you know. And I was like, no, no, like, take her. And I was like, I said, uh, please, whatever you do, don't feel guilty about taking her, okay? I'm choosing to do this, and I want her to be with you. And I, want, and I looked at the dad, and I go, I just want you all to have fun. And she was like, thank you so much for saying that. She was like, that's the one thing that I just was so worried about, you know, and it's whatever. And um, so I'm glad that I said it. And maybe they could help me out a little bit with just, it's hard to, why would, I don't know. It's like, just, okay, I don't know, my plea, that's my plea. I could do it better, though. Um, I'm just going to pretend like I'm talking to them. The video, I sent that big box with all the tissue paper and everything and her, for her birthday, and it had all that stuff in it. Like, it had five DVDs, four CDs, um, two tutus with, you know, they know, I know they got the tutus. So, so anyways, that box that had everything in it and the letters that I wrote you, I felt like I never got responded to those. You know, you never responded. I don't know if you ever read them. So I don't know if you ever opened the box. Maybe you thought it was just for her, but no, that box is for y'all. And so please, please, please open it and please watch the DVDs too. I spent a whole year making them, making this one DVD, and um, I went. I put five in there so you can give them out to your family. And it's just, it's good. I think it'll be a great way to tell her about me, um, and I think you'll like it a lot. So please, please, please watch it. It's not that long, and it's only two hours. <laughs> It's got. It's really good. I promise you'll like it. Everyone likes it. I. Yeah. Everyone loves it. If you got my recent stuff about that, I just want to know if she, you know if if she's sick. Please tell me. Or like we we asked. My mom asked if like we could if we can ever do anything to say help help support her or anything, you know. Like if she if she wants to do something or wants needs something and can't afford it, just please call us and maybe we can do something at least. I would love to give something to her to be able to help her get you know, if there's anything. And I know prayers, it would be nice if I could if we knew specific things to pray for. Like if I had known that she had that bite that got infected on her leg that you told me about in the letter, I could have been, and it would last for two months, I could have been praying specifically for that to heal, you know, like stuff like that. I would love to know just, um, she's got a bully at school. She she doesn't like this, she doesn't like sharing, you know, we've got a little issue with sharing or, you know, she's, yeah, just anything like that. I would love to have some specifics to pray for. That would be amazing. And I don't, I know you understand how I feel because you're with her all the time. You want for just, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm no competition at all. You know, I like, I picked you for the mom because you're everything I want in a mom. And just consider me like the, I don't know, step cousin or, or your daughter, <laughs> you know, it, um, I would like to live with her, with y'all too. It sounds fun. And I just don't, I don't know, I just. I just really don't know what to say. So I think that's how I should it. Stay, this is the birth moms. Stay yourself and stay stay the person you want to be when you meet them again and don't let anything 
change who you are inside and remember how that when you made the decision, what you were thinking, and just know that there are people out there that love you that don't even know you, and there are people out there that are praying for you, and if you ever need anything, call Birth Law Missions or just uh, email us. And I really just hope you have a really, I just hope that your experience is better than mine. (laughs) And I really think it will be. Um, Yes, just good luck and God bless. Earth Moms Live, signing out for the worst show ever. Oh, yeah. Okay.